And what we've been doing is that we've basically just been preaching the good news. And unfortunately, in some ways, some people don't like the good news. Right? It's very interesting. And but some people do. And what happens is that when you start preaching the good news, religious people get mad. And what I want to preach this morning, or to share in my heart this morning, is that I want to show you how big God is. And His love for all of humanity, not just the Christians. And I see somewhat of a disconnect. They had this understanding up here of what they've been taught. But here, they know what love is. But the struggle is, is that they're trying to reconcile what they've been taught here and what they already know here. Right? And what a lot of Christians are scared of doing is that they're afraid to live from here. They're afraid to live from their heart. They're afraid to read their Bible with their heart. They're afraid to think with their heart. And I'm here to say that you don't need to be a genius to know God. <laughs> okay? How many of you have experienced rejection before? Raise your hand. Okay? And if we're really going to be honest with ourselves, all of us are going to raise our hands because on some level, you've experienced it. Some of us, we've experienced rejection from our dad, or we've experienced rejection from our mom, or we've experienced rejection at school, you're trying to fit in, or maybe some of you have even experienced rejection from your spouse, saying, I don't want to be with you anymore. And maybe some of us, we even experienced and believed that you've been experiencing rejection from God because of your current situation that you're in. And there's that part of you that's saying, God, are you even there? Now, have we taken the time to reflect and to ask why rejection hurts us so much? Have you ever thought about that? And, and sometimes you, you even feel it now because you have all these memories going on in your mind where you feel scarred. And it really hurts where you even wonder how in the world did this rejection even exist where it still affects me to this day? Why? Why is that? And I think I know the answer. And I think the answer is because it's the way we're created. I think it's the way we're wired, so to speak. Right? And I think the reason why rejection hurts us so much is because we were made for rejection. We were made for acceptance. 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 We were meant to belong. Now imagine you go up to an orphan and then you go up to an orphan and you say, Hey, you're an orphan. You have no mom, you have no dad. I don't even want you. And in fact, nobody wants you. Question. How do you think that's going to make the child feel? Good? <laughs> no, man. Right? Is that love? How do you know that? Because you read that in the Bible? Or do you just know that intuitively? In your heart? Right? That's very easy, very common sense. But here's another scenario. Imagine you go up to another orphan and then you say, I love you if you love me back. I accept you if you accept me. If you reject me, 
I'm going to reject you. In fact, if you reject me, I'm going to be angry at you and I'm going to be against you for the rest of your life. How do you think that's going to make the child feel? Good? Pretty bad. Next question. Is that love? No. But here's a confusion and why some of us might be confused because deep down we know that that's not love. In fact, let me summarize it like this for that second scenario. In other words, the child has to do something in order to belong. It's conditional. Right? Now, here's a confusing part because deep down in our hearts, we know that's not love. But yet, that's the way many people describe God. Right? He, in other words, He's the God of conditions. Where basically God says, I love you if you love me. I accept you if you accept me into your heart. Oh, you reject me? I'm going to be angry at you and have my wrath against you forever, and that's called hell. Right? Or, you do not belong to me, God says, unless you do something. Like what? You have to acknowledge you're a sinner, confess your sins, repent. You have to climb these steps in order to get to Him. Then when you, once you do those steps and you repent and you have faith in Him, all of a sudden, you belong. You belong all of a sudden. But a lot of people would say, well, well, God's love is different. Right? God's love is different. That, that it's something that you can't really understand. It's a mystery. Really? Is God's love really a mystery? That we just can't understand it? That it's beyond our comprehension that God loves differently than we do? Really? If God's love is something that you cannot understand, right, and that it's a mystery, how would we even know what love is? Doesn't the Bible say that God is love? And that we should love others the way God loves us? But yet, all of a sudden, we have this God that's not unconditional. In fact, He's conditional. Okay? But yet, we're told to love unconditionally. Why? Because we're supposed to forgive others. We're supposed to forgive our enemies. Right? We're supposed to turn the other cheek. Etc., etc. You get what I'm saying? But with God, God's not like that. Parents, do you only love your kids when they love you? Do you only accept your kids when they accept you? No. Will you reject your kids if they reject you? Now, some parents will, but if you know what true love is, true love, a parent wouldn't do that, right? Now, if your child disobeys you, or they don't have the correct understanding or perception of you, do they still belong to you as your children? Yeah. Because they're still your kids. You still love them, right? Now, why is it that God's love is conditional, but yet our love is supposed to be unconditional? And here's my point. Whatever you believe about love, you believe about God. And whatever you believe about God, you will live that out in your life. And if you think that God's love is conditional, you're going to spend your entire life trying to earn His approval and His acceptance of you. Now, let me tell you the truth that right now, at this very moment, before you do anything, in spite of what you've done in the past, you belong to God. You are accepted 
by God. But Josh, I didn't do anything. I didn't ask him into my heart. Doesn't matter. You are accepted and loved by God. Oh wait, but what, what about all the acknowledging, confessing, repenting? Now I'm not against those things. But listen here: Are those things that we do—faith, repentance, confession, whatever you want to say—are those things the requirements to be accepted by God? Or listen: Are those just simply responses to knowing that because of His love, we're already accepted and included and loved by Him? Unconditionally. 